This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin. And welcome to episode 126 of Banging on the Drum. I am your host, P-Dog, joined alongside our other host, M-Dog. And M-Dog, how you doing today after those those betting woes that you are stuck in? So I'm doing all right. I didn't uh, focus on that today. Uh, yeah, rough. I did notice them that, like, you know, at first I thought, oh, the commanders. No, is that who I had my double dog? Yeah, my my double dog. I was like, that was good. I can scrape by here. All I need is the Jets, Eagles to go right my way, and then everything will be just fine. And it didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, we were both early slate. It was still looking like we could have both had some pretty good weeks from what I was paying attention to. And I was paying attention pretty close just because we didn't have the Packer game. So I was just swinging in there. But I'll give the stats right now. So you went one in six on the week. All your games are done. And it looks like you end up negative 600 on the week which will put you negative 1,700 bing-bongs on the year. I think it should actually be negative 700. It should be negative. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. I'm an idiot. So, Yep. Yep, you are. No, I'm just kidding. uh, Gambling and math. But yeah, then I went four and two with a chance of going five and two, or yeah, five and two or four and three. So at my worst, I'll be negative 100 on the week. At my best, I will be, here's where I need you in the math, uh, 500 plus 500 on the week. So it does look like I'm going to lose the game, even though the game's in a delay right now. So I, I don't know what is going on, if there's some sort of injury. I was prepping for this, so... Who knows? But anyways, long story short, Mike lost this week, and he is going to get to rip a sun drop, that lucky son of a gun. So we're pretty nice on this show. If you lose, you you get a treat, and you get to shotgun a tasty sun drop. Yeah, tasty, tasty. Yeah. <laughs> you got it cracked already? No, I don't have a crack. So we're waking Mike up from a nap with a sun drop. Yeah, so that's like legit to woke myself up because I fell asleep trying to put my kid to bed because I'm a clown. And a day that I was like one of the few days that I needed to not. Oh, he goes for it. It looked like he was going to say another word, but he didn't. I don't know if he popped the top to let the airflow go, but it doesn't seem like it. He is chugging it down. Oh, I hear the sounds. And he's he's getting too he's getting too good at this. <laughs> Did it go down the wrong like pipe? On you? Did it go down the wrong pipe on you or what? Yep, yep, sure <laughs> did. <laughs> it's coming up Mike's nose right now. <laughs> it's not coming up my nose yet, which is good. Uh, Definitely got in the, the uh, lung side of things instead of the. So probably going to like be 
excessively sick. Anyway, right before I was jumping off there, uh, I was saying that like this is like one of the few nights that I couldn't be late. Like I told Pat I'd be here right at eight thirty. Fell asleep. Woke up right at thirty. I don't even know like how I woke up. Lucky it's not like midnight. And um, Pat wasn't just texting me like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But yeah, no, I was ready to push it to tomorrow night because when you said at least we'll be done by 9 30 i was like oh shit if he's gonna be at 9 30 then i'm just gonna ask if we can do it tomorrow but you made it you made it from a nap so mike's the true hero of the show he gets uh works full time all the time has three kids a wife and then i get like a full-time job where i have to work early and i'm like man we need to we need to adjust the schedule yeah and so like i just think that um i think about things differently than and most married like with kids guys do that like they just think about like they want to be doing something they have to find the time instead of like they that they just have the time Does yeah that make sense yeah no and i think i would try to find the time but i have to get up super early and it's my first day of working a different shift. So I'm like, ah, I don't really want to go on their drive, but, and I'm going to get there early tomorrow. So I'll be feeling it out and seeing like how early I really have to wake up, which is going to yeah. be early. It's going to be early regardless, but tomorrow yeah. it's going to be super early. But anyways, it's enough life updates there. Let's get into business here. All we have on the docket uh was the Iowa at Wisconsin game where Iowa ends up beating Wisconsin 15 to 6. Uh what I got for game notes here. Um actually I just won't read those verbatim, but really felt like a game that we kind of needed to win because the Big Time yeah. West is just such a shit show this year. So I was hoping Fickle would put Longo would put like a game plan together to blend like the old with the new like hey we do have this new system we don't have the guys to run this system and i don't know why i was like wishfully thinking that so much but anyways uh we go to play iowa iowa really good defense really really good special teams which was insane and we end up losing the turnover battle which i think was big in that one we have some big injuries whatever but I think I'm going to do this just more because it's pretty funny, but I'm just going to do like the drive by drive um, just to refresh right. people's uh, memories and just because it's it's kind of insane. So it's, I, I would say that it's probably very comical on like number of plays run per drive or how many drives are actually yeah so we start out like they, they do have some like decent drives where they're getting first down so it goes eight plays for Iowa and a punt and then 11 plays for Wisconsin and a turnover on downs, which did end up kind of being big because we could have kicked a field goal there or ran a better play on fourth down. Um, but we didn't and just got stuffed. And then Iowa turns it over on downs and then three and out Wisconsin punt three and out Iowa punt three and out Wisconsin punt three play 90 yard touchdown drive so shit LaShawn Williams was the that was the time he took 
uh, the 80 yard, well, he went for 80 yards or whatever, 82 yard touchdown run. Basically, Wisconsin's only really big mistake on defense uh, all yeah. game long. And yeah, and that, that just burned us. But then we come back out, uh, three plays, punt. Iowa goes three plays, punt. Wisconsin goes three plays, punt. Iowa goes three, punt. Wisconsin goes five plays, punt. Iowa goes three plays, punt. Wisconsin goes three plays, punt. Iowa goes three plays, punt. And that's the half. That was a half. That was like <laughs> so many drives for a half. There's games in the NFL that are like mm. six drives total, right? Like yeah. the whole half. Yeah. But Wisconsin did come out with a little bit of like fire in the second half because then the drives get a little bit better. So we go 13 plays, 60 yards, get a field goal. But I think that was the big field goal there. Um, let me look at that. Not that it matters. Well, so that that puts it at 7 3, and we're like, okay at that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was the 36 yard field goal. So that was kind of the shorter field goal. Uh, and then Iowa gets the ball. Three plays, punt. So hold them to a three and out. And then Wisconsin goes 10 plays, 60 yards this time. And then uh, Vekus. Is that how you say the kicker's name? Vekus? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you for sure. Yeah, hits a 52-yarder. So seven is six at this point. Uh, Iowa goes three plays, two yards, and a punt. Wisconsin goes three plays, eight yards, and a punt. And then with the Iowa punter was turning the field over big time because all yeah. Iowa had yep. to do on this next drive where they get a field goal is uh, they go six plays, 28 yards, and their kicker, Drew Stevens, hits a 48-yard field goal. But, yeah, they were just buttoned up on every aspect of special teams. Uh, and then I can't remember exactly what happened. But we get the ball back, and we have three plays, negative seven yards, and a safety. But I can't remember why we were pinned so deep. If it was just Drew Stevens kickoff, 65 yards, return for no gain to the Wisconsin seven. For some reason, I don't remember us. It was a kickoff and not a, and not a punt? Yeah, this was after a field goal. So, anyways, we we fuck up a kick return. Like I said, I, yeah. it's not the kick return part of it isn't uh, really registering in my brain right now. Does end up being pretty big uh, because we end up going negative seven yards uh, and getting a safety on that. So, which was, puts us was there a hold or a block in the back or something? It, it had to have been. I, like I said. There. I think yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, because I can't imagine. Because you just can catch the damn ball and go out to the 25 in college. So I, I don't see how we would have done that. But, but yeah, I end up giving up a safety. And then the game goes punt. Iowa punt. Wisconsin punt. Iowa punt. Wisconsin fumble. Iowa field goal on a 17-yard drive. Wisconsin throws an interception. End of the game. Yeah, so, so we were pressing late, like which was part of the problem. But yeah, the drive we throw that. Well, I mean, basically, after that field goal, or after the fumble, and they get the field goal, the game just was over. I mean, there wasn't much time left. 
the um, whatever and whatever. And then Mordecai goes down, I want to say late second quarter. Uh, He definitely was in for the second half. Braylon Allen got nicked up early and missed some carries in the second quarter. Um, But he came back and he looked pretty much just fine, I would say. But uh, ends up having like a decent day that could have been a lot better um if we gave him a few more carries because he has 18 carries 87 yards on the day um like we said mordecai goes down lock comes in didn't look half bad right off the bat i was kind of like hey this guy might might be good Um, i think this he's got a lot of potential so i think that he's like a freshman and like he's like a graham bird style i shouldn't say style like type quarterback coming out of high school, like just a guy that did a shitload of stuff, but he did it in Texas, not in Kansas. I think that makes a little bit of a difference. Yeah, you were right. He is a freshman. Uh, Iowa's quarterback was their second string quarterback, uh, Deacon Hill, which got thrown in our face big time was he used to play for Wisconsin transferred to Iowa. I mean, he he didn't didn't, do shit for Iowa. No, just managed the game. He didn't, right. yeah, he didn't do a damn thing. He was like an interesting looking quarterback. Uh, he, I don't, he was like, t- uh, is it Lorenzen? Yeah. Is that the guy from back look, in the day? Lorenzen? But man, he looked like a sack of potatoes. Like it wasn't even like he was like big and just kind of like fit. No, he was know. big and not fit. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was pretty floppy. Um, but yeah, he goes six for 14 for 37 yards. Um, so it wasn't really a factor in the game, and that's what I, I, we were supposed to be like feel bad that we got rid of. Like, uh, are you shitting me? But it's not that though. I feel like Wisconsin just gets put in so many situations where we're kind of like, and this is a biased take, but like that we're like the the big so my example would be like Arizona this year. It was like Arizona was kind of like the underdog coming in to face us with a feel-good story. And I feel like this is a feel-good story. Like, if you didn't have a cheering interest in this game and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. this guy wasn't good enough to play for Wisconsin, now he's playing against him. And he won, gonna, right? Yeah. He won the game. Like, that's what happened. He was 37 yards made all the difference. No, I want to say uh, this guy got drafted off this game. I think he was already getting drafted. Uh, Tory Taylor, their punter, 10 punts. For 506 yards, so averaging 50.6 yards a punt, and has six of six of the ten punts were pinned inside the 20. Just a phenomenal game by a punter. Like the punter was definitely the MVP in the game. I guess though, yeah. I'll, and the, like I said, LaShawn Williams, 25 carries, 174 yards. The big one was obviously the 82 yard run for the only touchdown scored in this game, but just like a knockout drag out dog shit football where you just couldn't make mistakes. And we made three, I think. Well, I mean, I want to say that even on the, so the late fumble, like we fumbled it twice on that drive, right? Uh, Braylon Allen fumbles it and then we we recover. Yeah. And then he fumbles it again, like a 
play or two later. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was Braden Locke runs no gain and he fumbled. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, it was it was Locke fumbling both or not both times, but fumbling and then throwing the interception late. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, if you look at the box score, you're like, oh, they they won the turnover battle two to nothing. But it really wasn't till the last drives where we were kind of pressing. I mean, the the fumble was huge because the game's 12 to 6 at that point, puts them yep. in field position where all they needed was a field goal. And once they hit that field goal, the game was over. You you knew the game was over when they hit that field goal. It was like Wisconsin hasn't moved the ball at all. How are we going to, you know, go eight or whatever, 75 yards, get a touchdown, get the ball back, and then do it again? Like, there were, there was just no chance. And, yeah, it was it was a bad game. I think, I think like I was saying off the jump, it seemed like a game where we should have just leaned on some of our strengths to win the Big Ten West. Because I think that's going to go a lot further than we're really thinking it is in the sense that, you know, if Wisconsin gets a new coach and they win the Big Ten West, that's going to do well recruiting. It's like, hey, I just stepped in here. We're turning this place around. We're still winning games while we're turning this around. But, like, why don't we just run some heavy sets, especially on plays, like, where we need a yard or two? Like, yeah. Uh, so I was, I'm a little disappointed. Like if you're going to set up an air raid offense, you have to be able to throw the ball and catch the ball. Right. And so the fact that you can't move the ball at all, like air raid, like in theory, the air raid offenses are like big 12 type football, right? Nobody can really stop them. And the other teams just keep up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like I'm I'm disappointed in the fact that so we come in and like they have it, I get it, they got a really good defense. But if you're running an air raid offense, I expect you to kind of pick that apart a little bit. Especially in college. Like yeah. Pass defenses in college are really, really not very good. And so it just kind of surprised me that like that's the way shit went. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like we have a lack of weapons. Maybe we're just not used to it and our receivers aren't that great. But, like, Pauling looks like he's good. Bryson Green seemed like he came on that game. Shimmerite DK from last year, Skylar Bell from last year, was were two pretty good receivers. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think there's, like, a play-calling problem right now. Um, but, yeah, we are moving to a new system. I am falling into the trap of getting a little impatient, but we were two of 17 on third down conversions. And it that that used to be like the stat that, you know, Wisconsin would just stay on the field. Like we would yep. just run the damn ball or run it twice, be third manageable, be able to manage to get a third down. Um, three for four on fourth downs, which that was fine. We didn't get crushed in time of possession it was pretty even uh iowa having the the ball for 30 minutes 30 seconds where wisconsin had it for 29 minutes and 30 seconds so nothing too crazy just a few big mistakes went 
went a long way. Yeah, I mean, so like really their scoring drive when they scored the touchdown was like what like what two plays? Yeah, I think it was three plays, 80 yards or whatever it was. Yeah, and one of those was a 72 yard run or something like that. Oh no, it was yeah, because the run was 82 yards. So I think it was like oh, okay. three plays, 90 yards or whatever, whatever it was, but but yeah, bad luck and then just not good execution by the Brewers. But you ready to get into the SWAT? Badgers. Badgers. We're like, we can't, we're living into a bunch of like bullshit sports, Wisconsin sports outcomes recently. And you just said not good execution by the Brewers, but really oh, okay. it was the Badgers, which is another not great execution. And I'm glad you you caught me on that because I always hate it when I'm listening back to these and I say I say the wrong shit like way more than than I know. Like I wonder if when I just talk to people in general in public, they're just like, I don't know what the fuck that guy was talking about. Um, but they just go with it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe no one's actually listening. They're like, they're just like, uh, not like to this, but to you in public because. Well, to this always just thinking about themselves. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't know what it is, but I I misspeak quite often. I've noticed when I listen back to this. But anyways, horrible execution by the Badgers. So you ready to get into our SWAT portion of it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, and feel free to jump in wherever you yeah see fit all right so for strength ahead defense was pretty great aside from giving up the 80 yard run we kind of covered that extensively uh special teams hung in there with probably the best special teams unit in the country um it looks that way like it looked like iowa was that team special teams wise yeah that deshaun guy for them is really good he won them a game on a punt return and i actually did a preview for the game uh by myself and then like when i was trying to edit the video together so i did quite a bit of like looking back at the iowa teams and i mean everybody in the public too like when i was watching like pregame they're like this iowa special team is amazing this iowa special teams is amazing and like if you go back and watch the tape that i watched the highlight reels their yeah. special teams is amazing. And then we got to see the the punter. I already forgot his name on uh, full display. Uh, Tory Taylor uh, just crushing punts all game long. But but yeah, Wisconsin didn't seem to be like too outmatched on the special teams aspect of it. But they were just better. They were just a little bit better. Um, that's all I had for strengths. I don't know if yeah. you saw some. Uh, I mean, so I think the strength was that our defense held up, but against a team that, but Iowa is a team that every game they win, they score 15 points. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they don't, they don't dominate anybody. It doesn't feel like. No, their offense is pretty horrible. So, I mean, even our defense doing well, I mean, it's just kind of what they should have done in that game. But yeah, if you only give up 15 points, you have a Dolk Walker, uh, you know, running back and you can't put up more than 15 points. Like, I think there has to be some sort of coaching issues um, that did trigger memory. But uh, it's 
it's not a full thought. I, I thought we were messing up something there, but it it definitely seemed like you know you should blend these systems until you got you guys to get there. But I'll probably say that six more times. Um, so weaknesses, our offense just absolutely sucked ass. Uh, like we said, it didn't help. Mordecai went down. I think if he stays healthy, we got quite a bit better shot of winning that game. I mean, he wasn't doing way too much with the ball when he was in there. Uh, he was 12 of 20 for 106 yards. So wasn't having a bad game. Uh, four carries, eight yards. But he seems like he's a little bit better at moving the chains. And like you said, uh, Locke is is a freshman so i mean he got tossed into the fire very young very very um green i guess but yeah weakness offense sucked ass two of 17 on third downs had key injuries and then again i rehammer this point it seems like we have too much pride implant implementing this new system without the right guys yet where yeah i think everybody watching this is like hey this is a very beatable Iowa team. If you just roll back the clock like one year, you know, like, and just be like, hey, we're just going to play with them, run it down their throats, uh, take the points where we can get them. The fourth down early in the game I where we didn't get it, and it was kind of like a – I think it was the quarterback was under center, but – I mean, it was just a play like we could use a fullback in there. Or if you're familiar with this rivalry, which I think Fickle's a smart guy, so I'm not saying like, oh, it's it's dumb that he didn't do this because he did. But you might just want to take the points there early if you know yep. how how this one is going to play out. Because, I mean, that puts us at nine points on the game or whatever. It, it changes, so it's not necessarily the truth, but. But it forces them to like have pressure, right? They know that they don't score a ton of points. So you get up three points early, then the pressure switches to that. And then think like in, when teams fall under pressure, especially a bad offensive team like Iowa, like their offensive system might start failing in different ways, right? You have false starts. You are doing dumb. You're holding on that big, long one, something like that where when you're when you're playing with house money because you got the lead early then like that shit doesn't happen like the pressure never gets to them because they're they're not dealing with pressure they know their defense is going to hold us to probably like a max of 15 points they know that wisconsin's not going to come in and score 40 on them that shit ain't going to happen so when you get a seven point lead early and they can't move the ball like that matters yeah definitely but yeah i, I think that falls in the woulda coulda shouldas as well i mean if they if they got the first down capitalized got a touchdown we'd be like hell yeah that's what we should have done it's obvious we got a touchdown but but yeah, yeah it was not but you didn't in this game yeah so so yeah then for opportunities i've been a Debbie Downer, but I guess I would like we've seen what they got. They they don't make many mistakes, I guess. They play great defense, great special teams. The Big Ten West is dog shit. 
but it's it is the Big Ten West still. So they could slip up, lose another game. We could still have a shot uh, at the Big Ten West only if they lose two games because we're. I mean, like we're gonna lose to Ohio State if this. I mean, if this is the way we play, we're gonna. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean that is very true. So it's a slim, slim shot, but the the window's still cracked. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose to like a a Minnesota or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's all bad. So they play Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, Nebraska. So they need two losses in that pool or we need to uh, um, pull a game out Beat of Ohio Congress. State. Yeah, which, yeah, like you said, does, doesn't look like it's going to happen. To be uh, fair, I do think that there's a better opportunity to beat Ohio State due to the fact that, like, Fickle has some, like, revenge mindset on the hash to. Right. So I think it came down to him and uh, Ryan Day for that job back when Ryan Day got it initially. So he's got to have some, like, I don't want to say some hatred, but some, like, bad blood there that, like, I don't want this guy who has already proven that it was fine to hire him. But, like, I don't want this guy to ever beat me in a game. Like, I want to show the, the university that they fucked up by hiring. I sure hope you're right, but I don't know. I don't know if this is the year. I don't know. That. I don't <laughs> think. I just said it. I think we lose to him. I don't think that there's any difference. I do think that his approach to the Ohio State week will be different every time. Yeah, I mean, they were showing kind of the stuff like he was doing leading up to the Iowa game, which I like the way he talks. I like the way he like articulates himself and. Um, it just seems like a smooth, cool operator, not a panicker. Um, looks like he knows what's coming, but I do think they fucked up losing this game. Like I definitely think yeah. it's it's not doesn't fall in the category of like, oh, we're rebuilding. It's like, no, like that's Ohio State. Like that's when you can use that excuse. That's Michigan, that's Penn State, yep. like that's yep. It's not Iowa on just a down year where their starting quarterbacks hurt. They can't put up any points, and all you got to do is score 16 points to win this game, and you can't do it. It's it's not good. Nail muito bom. But, yeah, then another opportunity I got. This is going to be the eighth time I said it. But just learn from these mistakes. Like, learn that we don't have the guys to run the system that we're trying to run yet and blend it like it it was always like a craziest the craziest thing to me is when a high school coach would say this is our offense this is how we do it we're running yeah yep t that's it like you get a six foot five quarterback with a rocket arm uh we're running it yeah. 58 times tonight, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. So I think, like, sometimes in the conference that I grew up in, like, everybody always ran it no matter what, right? And so, like, that was always just the system. Didn't matter if you had all the fast guys in the conference on your, on your team, right? Didn't matter. We're going to fucking 
we're running it because that's all we've ever done. Where our line average is 138 pounds, run the motherfucker, right? I mean, so I'm not, like I'm going to go with like a play opportunity that I saw like a big, big problem is jump into this, like end of the first half, there's like 15 seconds left. We have the ball on like the 35, the Iowa's 35. So basically like if you chuck it up to the end zone twice, like there's just an opportunity to score a touchdown. You don't have a great opportunity to like actually move the ball and get it closer. They tried a couple times didn't work and i want to say it was like third and fourth down there's like eight seconds left it's probably two plays if you just chuck it into the end zone but they threw like two like eight yard outs like not even enough for a first down let alone like yeah like getting into a place where we score points and so it was frustrating maybe we weren't even as close as the 35 because i don't remember us being in field goal range yeah right? No, it's not definitely 35 is like this is college football. Like it's not the pros 35. You're like, all right, this guy's going to line up. He's going to kick a, I don't know, 57 yard or whatever it is. And we'll be all right. But like in, in college, like that's not the way you look at it. And so I just thought like, just chuck it at the end zone a couple times. Like, yeah, take the, take the chance. No, I 100% agree with you. And that was missed by me in this is a huge weakness was running routes short of the sticks on third down, like just super consistently. Like that was why our third down rate. And it's not even like we're trying to play like old Wisconsin. It's like, hey, let's get to like one yard out. So Braylon Allen can do this on fourth and one. It's like, hey, let's run it two yards short. And then if we have to do it, we're going to throw it again and we're not going to get it. You know, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's me. Like I just, but. the mindset at the end of the half, I just didn't get like, just put it up there. Like what's gets picked off. They're at the 25. They can't do anything offensively, you know, like play your prevent defense, like just make sure nothing like huge happens, which I don't love, but like there's four seconds left in the half. Like, the opportunity for them to score is almost zero. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does seem like a missed opportunity. It seems stupid, but yeah, they, they're just like, oh, let's just go into the half. Like we're we're only down seven nothing going into the half. So like we're we'll we'll come out and get them in the second half. But yeah, dumb, dumb play calling there. Um, but let's move to threats here and then yeah, all I got is like the threat that we have all the time because I'm falling for it now. It's just like the impatience of letting this system yeah. like set up and stuff. And I'm already like, hey, we need to like change it until we can change it. Um, but yeah, and then just dumb fans like me thinking we still have a shot at the West where we should just kind of be like, hey, let's let's just let them run their course and do what they they want to do throughout the rest of the season um and maybe that'll work out better maybe it'll just be like the growing pains like let's get it out early let's not blend this because like then you guys are going to think we're going to do this when once we get our guys we're not going to do this so i I don't to be fair like you're probably going to be able to recruit one of the top 
like, I don't know, probably like the top 20 running backs in the country every year. If you really want, like, if you want to like push on a running back and be like, Hey, we're Wisconsin. We run the ball. Like that's something that we do even out of your spread offense. You can do that. You can say, Hey, let's, let's go. This is what we're going to do from here on out. We're going to like, you're not going to be the, that same type of back that Wisconsin has had traditionally. But if you like sell what your what your university has been good at forever, and that's running the ball. Like we recruit really good offensive linemen, and we run the ball better than probably ninety nine percent of programs in in the history of the country. Yeah. There's probably a few programs that have like consistently been better, and it's almost nobody. Yeah, I'm trying to think of ones, but yeah. I mean, but we've been very one-dimensional when we were doing that, where I think there's been, like, other rushing attacks that were probably more dynamic that uh, – Yep. But they had, you know, Matt Leiner and Reggie Bush to compliment. Yeah, I mean, so if you take small away. small sample sizes of, of guys, there's probably – So, like, Oklahoma, like, they might have, like, historically – Oh, I get what you're saying. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe same with Nebraska, because Nebraska, what Nebraska did in the mid-'90s. Like they were just dominant. And I believe that a lot of that came on like a triple option type stuff. Yeah. So there's those teams that, I mean, maybe we're not right there with them, right? Maybe. But I think for the most part, if you're looking at a pro style offense that, that runs the ball really, really well, we're it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I guess let's just hope that they do blend it and then Phil Longo or whatever just upgrades his offense to include what Wisconsin already has and benefits there. So, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. the only thing so, that would happen about having a good running backs, your offense would just be easier to run and better. So I, I don't know like where Mordecai's stuff falls, but I think that's another threat is that if he does not come back, like oh, okay. We could end up like struggling because we don't have that guy that understands and can like lead this offense in an effective way. Yeah, and I just looked something up here. So Wisconsin quarterback Tanner Mordecai could miss some time after leaving Saturday's 15 to 6 loss uh to visiting Iowa with an injury to his throwing hand. Uh television's caught. Television cameras caught Mordecai taping the top of his hand. Whatever. It sounds like, yeah, he could be out uh, for a couple games at the very least, which, yeah, is not going to be good. Well, and so, like, that that could fall under opportunities as well, right? So we see, like, because Mordecai is done after this year. And so we see kind of if, like, Locke can handle it or if it's something that we need to put. I think Burkett is the other one. Um they recruited three quarterbacks this this offseason. I think those three are it. Locke and Burkett are the other two. That's uh, what I'm confused about. So we're just done on e- that Evers? So, uh, I don't know. The, maybe e- the guy we got from Oklahoma? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was trying to look that up. Like, I think he's on the roster. I don't know if he got sour that he transferred and then they brought in Mordecai after him. Um, 
but yeah and maybe he's going to be done either way right so that like because they brought in mordecai he transferred and then he's just going to transfer out again at the end of this year or so yeah i don't know but anyways yeah i do think that that's a threat and an opportunity like you said and maybe i got the name wrong like um like that evers right like yeah the, that's a possibility too and like it's not burkett it's evers yeah let me look at this real quick um to see who we got in the or on the roster to so yeah nick evers he's a freshman um yeah but you're right miles burkett cole Lacrue, uh brayden Locke, tanner mordecai so yeah we got quite a few and yeah damn they're all freshmen so but i do feel like evers is he either red shirt no never mind yeah i don't know i thought he transferred from oklahoma so but he still looks like on this roster that he is a fret like a true freshman in this but yeah uh anyway like i guess we have an opportunity to see who's going to be our dude next and maybe lot comes in in this game because he's going to run he's the most effective at running the offense that they had set up for Iowa. yeah right and so like i guess there's a possibility that he's not the guy who starts the next game yeah uh we will see where it goes from that but that's what i have do you have more to to throw on to here no uh so i am a little bit in the like i wish we played better mode um but i'm not anywhere near the we need to get rid of fickle for someone else mode yeah me neither right and i think if you're if you're like wanting to call for phil longo's head and or uh luke fickle's head you need to like take a pretty good step back and just say like i don't know what i want out of wisconsin football except for them to win and if if all you wanted was for them to win like you should have just left it the way it was like the reason they're here is to develop a team that competes for national championships like maybe like two out of every four or five years and if we can get some i think for some people like that's too little as well right like they think we should be alabama and i don't know how to take that step from going from what wisconsin's been which is a winning program forever to alabama and i don't know that anybody really understands that maybe dick saban does like he gets how to do something like that but i don't think there's anybody else in the country that does so uh like just relax everything's going to be fucking just fine that is what i'd like to tell people that are that make it this far in the old episode i know that it's frustrating that we're not that team but we've never happened and being a winning program is good enough for the most part i'd like to win the big 10 more than we have been but yeah it is what it is yeah no it, it was a rough loss um i think there's going to be a lot more reactions coming from it uh, we're on to illinois in champagne 
uh, next weekend. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I think I think you're right. We need to get back on like this season. You should just take it as this is house money. Um, We're setting up for something greater in the future. Uh, We hope at least that that's that's I mean, that's the goal of hiring Luke Fickle is to that the system changes, right? That the whole process and results from that process change. Yeah. But yes, that is all we got for you this week. Next week, we'll have the Packers game recap. I think we're still going to try to keep figuring out how to do something to like preview the game, like where we might not be on together. We we had a video ready. I couldn't get it edited the way that I wanted it. So I didn't put it out. But but yeah, we'll we'll figure out something. Uh, it's actually kind of nice. It's making us scratch our brain a little bit so that that might be good uh for innovation uh here in the future but as always thank you for the support we love you guys we're gonna keep doing it and mike what do you got for them if you're doubting the batters the bucks the brewers or the packers you can eat our shorts roll it all them suckers that doubted the packers came Eat my shows. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King. Eat my shows. Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King. Eat my shows. Eat my shows.